Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Dave Zangaro joins us. Dave, how have you been? Uh, busy. <laughs> it's been good. It's been a fun year. It's been a fun year. Dominant over the Giants. Uh, looked the same way, I thought, Saturday night that they did when they played in the Meadowlands. Is that how you saw it? Yeah, uh, and I, I think really it was just the, the talent disparity shined through in that game. The Eagles are just clearly a better team than the Giants, and the only way they were going to lose that game was if they really beat themselves, and, you know, turned the football over, turned the football over, and made a bunch of mistakes. They didn't do that, and uh, that game went about the way you'd expect for a mistake-free game from the Eagles. They're just a better team than the Giants, and, and they took care of business. You give them credit because they knew they were the better team and. Uh, they didn't overlook them. They they played tough and they got it done. Yeah, no question. What's the town like to you? What's the town like right now? Fired up. It's a lot of fun. It it, it feels the way it should feel. You know, um, uh, especially after a game like that because uh, it was there was a kind of a little lull at the end of the season, and that's natural because they needed to win one of the last three games to clinch number one seed, and then they lost two in a row without Jalen Hurts and. The offense sputtered without him. They get him back for week 18, but it's this really limited playbook. And, and Jalen, uh, clearly the team didn't want him to get any extra shots, and, and they didn't want him to get him hit in that game. So uh, the offense wasn't what you wanted to see coming down the stretch, but there were reasons for that. So I think there was maybe a little trepidation from fans wondering what it would look like in the playoffs. So once we saw the answer to that question, uh, not that anyone ever left, but everyone's back on now. Uh, it's full steam ahead. It was a lot of fun at the link on Saturday. The, the atmosphere was incredible. I'd expect uh, even better and, and, and even louder link on Sunday. But uh, it was a lot of fun on Saturday. It, it feels the way it's supposed to feel right now. Uh, what did you think of Lane Johnson's performance? Uh, just a gutty performance. I mean, to think that he's playing through a torn adductor and that he played that well and that he played the whole game. I mean, I know, I know they took him out. Uh, the last three snaps when they they rested the the rest of the sure. starters, but uh, gosh, you, it, I, that was the biggest question to me going into this game: is can Len Johnson even hold up? Uh, and early in the game, he started kind of grabbing at it, and he didn't look comfortable. And in my head, I'm thinking, uh oh, this is this isn't good. Uh, but then he really settled in, and I know it was painful, um, but he did it. He got through the game, and it, it's a bigger test on Sunday, obviously, with Nick Bosa coming to town, but I'm not counting Lane Johnson out of anything. I, I think he has the opportunity to do it, and also, I mean, they know that if they win this game, they'll get an extra week before the Super Bowl, and that extra week could mean a whole lot for, for Lane Johnson and for a few of the other players who are a little banged up, so give it all you got on Sunday and, and hope you get through it clean like he did. Uh, in the divisional round, and you go from there. It's going to be interesting to see what uh, D'Amico Ryans does, whether he lines up Armstead or Bosa more often than not against Lane Johnson. I think that's going to be an inter- interesting decision on his part. Yeah, for the most part, I mean, Bosa has played a lot more on the defensive left this year, yes. but they do move him around, and uh, I, I, he'll split time. It's just like, what will that split look like? If I'm the 49ers, I probably want to see how Lane holds up against him. Uh, pretty early in that game to, yeah. before you really start moving him around. Uh, Jordan Mylotta on the other side is pretty good, too. And yeah. uh, it's funny, we haven't talked about Mylotta much this year because I thought early in the season he wasn't playing 
at his best. He had a shoulder injury that I think was really affecting him negatively. But he's settled down, and uh, the last half of the season he was much better. He's a really good left tackle. The breakdown on the Giants game was exponentially easier for anybody who follows the sport because they played twice. Now, the, the last one may have been a watered-down game, but they at least played twice. So everybody had a great handle on the matchups. What about this one? They haven't played. So what do you think? Yeah, it's uh, the thing that stands out to me is just the talent. There's going to be a ton of talent on the field. Both rosters just have so many good players. Yeah. and. Uh, a lot of the strengths really line up. And when the Eagles are on offense and that 49ers defense is on the field, I mean, that is a heavyweight bout that I can't wait to watch because the the Eagles have pretty much had their way with anyone they want this year up front. And that offensive line, starting with Lane and Kelsey, but including Mylotta and Landon Dickerson and Isaac Samalu is about as good as it gets in the NFL. But this 49ers defense is fierce. And they attack at all levels. The speed they have on the field, you know, the, their front is pretty good. But then you get to the next level, and they have, to me, the best linebacker duo in the league. Fred Warner is a freak. And then on the back end, their corners are a little susceptible. Uh, I think you can throw on them a little bit, but you, then you have a guy like Hafanga at safety who's just a, a heat-seeking missile at all times. It's That's a fun defense to watch. D'Amico Ryans, who we know really well here, uh, who, I mean, gosh, we all knew he was going to be a great coach whenever he wanted to get into the game. Um, he has those guys playing really hard, and uh, they attack. They're, they're a fun style of defense. They attack, they get after it, they force turnovers. Uh, but the Eagles have been able to deal with pretty much everything offensively this year. So uh, I don't know what it's going to look like, but I know it's going to be a heck of a lot of fun to watch. Jalen Hurts has been exceptional this year, uh, one of the top five players in the entire league. Brock Purdy was the last guy selected. He is the third-string quarterback for San Francisco. What do you know about him in the brief period of time? What do you think pro and con of him in, the in obviously, the research you've done? Yeah, he's been performing pretty well. Uh, but, you know, I've really gotten a chance to watch him the last two weeks in the playoffs. And uh, there are chances for the opposing defense. Okay. There have been moments yes. where... I mean, if if Seattle had a few chances to pick him off, we saw uh, Dallas. I mean, Trayvon Diggs probably makes that play nine out of ten times in the red zone. He couldn't pick off that pass that was tipped. Uh, so there have been moments where Purdy hasn't been playing at his best, and it'll be up to the Eagles to capitalize on that. They have a, enough on defense, they have enough talent there that they should be able to first affect him up front. I know Trent Williams is... Uh, Hall of Famer, he's a freak at left tackle, but the rest of that offensive line is susceptible to pressure. They can move Purdy off his spot, and I think they can force him into some mistakes. It's really going to come down to can the secondary make him pay for it. Uh, If they can, uh, I like the Eagles' chances. Yeah, because even the great play that Kittle made, where he's juggling the ball at midfield, Mm -hmm. if you really watch that play play out all the way through, Diggs is that close to actually getting the ball at the end. And Kittle's concentration made all, all the difference. They're a team that throws a lot. When they throw the ball, they want to throw the ball between the numbers. You've watched. I, I felt that outside the numbers, the Eagles have been exceptional this year. How have they been inside the numbers in past games? Are you talking about the Eagles' defense? Yes. 
Yes. Uh, they've been pretty good. And, and the interesting thing here is Avante Maddox, whether or not he'll be able to play. Right. Even if we're hoping he'll be back at practice this week, that would be a big boost because then it, you get to push C.J. Gardner-Johnson uh, back at safety. And with how much zone they play, uh, spacing is really important. Um, and whenever you're missing someone in the secondary and you're playing that much zone, the spacing can get a little wonky at times. So uh, getting him back would be a big deal, but it's been nice to have a player like Gardner Johnson yeah. who has that versatility. He played safety all year, but, I mean, really in his career, he's been a nickel corner. They've been able to just slide him up uh, for the last couple of games, and he's been completely fine at that nickel spot. And surprisingly, the untracted rookie Reed Blankenship has filled yeah. in quite nicely on those nickel downs when they slide Gardner Johnson up. He comes in as a safety uh, it looked like early in the, in the Giants game they tried to target him and they you thought, uh-oh, this might be a long game, but he settled down so nicely and, and he's fearless. He drives to the football, really aggressive player. Uh, I've been impressed by him, but ideally he's off the field this week and, and Avante Maddox is back. Yeah, but, I mean, Blankenship's outstanding when they decide to pretend they're faking a punt. I mean, that's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that does give the Niners something to think about, by the way. Uh, Jalen Hurts uh, is the key to the whole show. And no getting around it. Because, look, you get down to the red zone. If you have to spy him, that takes a guy out of coverage. There's a lot of things that, that work to the Eagles' favor because of the way Hurts plays. Uh what did you think of the performance? You know, that game was a tale of two games. He started hot, and then he actually was cold the last half of the game. So what did you think of him? Uh, it's funny. You look back at his numbers, and you say 154 yards passing, and you go, huh, it must have not been a good game. No, they ran I thought ball. he did exactly what yeah. he needed to do. Yes. Um, it was just a completely efficient quarterback play. Uh, and, and even the, the rushing numbers, I think he only had 34 yards rushing. Good but uh, the, the threat of his rushing and getting a few runs early in that game, letting the Giants know this is still a threat and you got to worry about this in the backside, it changes things. And it, it, their run game is obviously the offensive line's been really good and, and the running backs have been great. Miles Sanders has done his job. But yeah. uh, Jalen Hurts is what makes the run game go and that yeah. threat. And I'm curious to see how the Niners handle it. They've been one of the better run defense teams in the league, but they haven't played Jalen Hurts yet. Uh, and, you know, they played the Bears, but it was all the way back in week one, so you almost throw that one out. They haven't played a running quarterback like this, so I don't know how the numbers will affect it. Um, you mentioned the possibility of them spying Hurts. They have the players to be able to do that, but, uh, you know, like Fred Warner could certainly spy Jalen Hurts. But then the Eagles would probably be happy with that. You have Fred Warner out of coverage? Yeah, sign me up. Uh, so the, the 49ers are going to have options, but uh, if they have to allocate resources to Jalen Hurts in that fashion, uh, he's going to be able to pick them apart in, in the passing game. So uh, that's going to be a fun cat-and-mouse game. Yeah, it's, it, to me, the spy part of it is not in the middle of the field. To me, the spy part of it is in the red zone. And that's where if you have to commit somebody in the red zone, now you've done two things. You've taken a guy out of your blitz package, and you've also taken a guy out of coverage. And to me, that's why, it's one of the reasons why Jalen Hurts has been invaluable to the Eagles this year, especially when they get inside the 25-yard line because teams have been forced to do that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Hey, great talking with you today. Appreciate it. I know you're really busy, and uh, we will uh, see how it goes this weekend. should be a lot of fun. 
All right. Thank you. Take care.